Episode 37, Take a Walk on the Broadside, originally posted August 21, 2017. Almost every successful toy line owes their continuous success to the various gimmicks they introduced through the years. For the Transformers, it was easier than most to expand from the central concept of robots transforming into alternate modes. And one of the first gimmicks they introduced has remained one of the most popular ones to many fans and collectors. Simply put, what would be better than a robot that could transform into one mode? Why not a robot that could transform into two? And with that, the Triple Changer concept was born. The first two Triple Changers were introduced in 1985 with Blitzwing and Astrotrain added to the Decepticon ranks. And the following year, Hasbro added three Triple Changers to the Autobot side, Springer, Sandstorm, and Broadside. And even things off by adding a third Decepticon Triple Changer, Octane. Now of the six, Blitzwing and Astrotrain are arguably the most popular because, well, they were the first and were featured most in the cartoons. The Autobot Springer follows close behind thanks to being one of the main characters featured in the 1986 animated movie. Bringing up the rear would be the other three, Sandstorm, Broadside, and Octane. And of those three, Sandstorm and Octane still managed to be featured in a few episodes of the third season of the cartoon, leaving poor Broadside to bring up the rear and be destined for obscurity. From the very start, I would say Broadside never really had a chance of getting many fans. His toy was arguably the worst of the bunch. In the past, I've often described most vintage Transformer toys as bricks, and while Broadside was a prime example of that, his robot mode literally looked like a brick with a head and arms. His jet mode looked like a brick with a nose cone and wings, and his third mode, which was an unfortunately undersized aircraft carrier, yes I know, mass shifting, whatever, looked like, well you guessed it, a brick with a flat surface for tiny, tiny, tiny planes to land on. And just to make sure they got the message across that this guy was a boring toy, while Hasbro decided to make his fellow Autobot Triple Changers pop with bright green and orange color palettes, they gave Broadside gray. And if that didn't make matters worse, his tech specs didn't even paint a picture of an exciting character. Sure, he is initially described as a valiant warrior, and that's followed up with a robot who gripes too much and is afraid of heights and gets seasick. Oh, and his armored skin is also prone to severe corrosion when exposed to salt water for extended periods. Truly sucks to be him. Okay, so if you had to dig up at least one semi-interesting thing about Broadside, it would be that he actually had two animated character models. One was based on an earlier toy prototype which gave him a face and a little bit more color, and the other based on the final toy released that sported a face mask. To confuse the fandom even more, Broadside's look based on his prototype was the one that was used most in his earlier comic appearances, while his official look was used in later incarnations. So like I said, in the cartoon, Broadside was the least featured of the Triple Changers. In the comics, he fared just a little bit better, specifically in the UK Transformers series. While to my knowledge, I never really read the UK series, he still didn't have much of a personality. He played a useful role as one of the more recognized members of the elite Autobot strike team, the Wreckers. The Wreckers were a team composed of the roughest and toughest or possibly stupidest Autobots that took on missions that your regular bots would avoid, usually because they were mostly suicide missions. Because of this, the Wreckers membership was often changing with new members coming in to replace old members who died. Fortunately for Broadside, he was oftentimes featured as a member in most incarnations of the team, which meant he must have been a very good warrior, or at least really good at just blending in with the background. Anyway, on the toy front, for the longest time, Broadside never really got any modern updates. Even when all the other triple changers got new toys, unsurprisingly, Broadside was left out. 
In an effort to complete my own records lineup on my shelf, I had to resort to third-party company Fans Project to give me the modern broadside I needed. Their version, dubbed Assaulter, was released in 2012. Assaulter was big, beefy, and didn't transform into just two pretty good-looking alt modes. His robot mode actually had the ability to pay a loose homage to Broadside's two distinctive masked and unmasked looks. For his two alt modes, Fans Project applied more liberties to their designs with what I would imagine was their attempt to really finally make a Broadside toy that was… cool. Both modes looked nothing like the original vintage toy, especially the supposed aircraft carrier mode which now looked more like a futuristic spaceship carrier, reminding me of the SDF-1 from Robotech. Even if he is over 10 years old, Assaulter remains one of the very few Fans Project's toys that I have held on up to this day. Eventually though, Hasbro did get around to giving us a more modern official update for Broadside as part of their 2017 Titans Return line, with a twist. Not only was he still a triple changer, but he was now a headmaster which was the all-encompassing gimmick for the line. So now, aside from being able to transform into two modes, his head now detached and transformed into an even smaller robot named Blunderbuss to supposedly pilot his two alt modes. Unfortunately, this modern update was a mixed bag at best. His robot mode was okay. Well, at least it wasn't a brick. His aircraft carrier mode was definitely better with a lot more details, including tiny, tiny airplanes that could be plugged into the carrier's runway. But his jet mode? Oh, his jet mode was a travesty. Arguably the worst thing Hasbro has come up with in years. To be fair, the front of the jet looks okay. And then we get to the back, where it seems as though the designers couldn't figure out what to do with his legs and said, ah, f it, and just tuck them into some weird position in the back and call it a day. It's quite unfortunate that such a poorly obscure character finally had an opportunity to impress and, well, failed again. And to make matters worse, remember his new partner Blunderbuss who was meant to pilot both modes? Well, for the jet, he fits nicely in the cockpit, but for the aircraft carrier mode, the designers had him sit on top of the control tower, which not only looks dumb, but unfortunately makes him look like he's taking a big dump on poor Broadside. Okay, to be fair, you could also see them inside Broadside's weapon and plug that into the side of the carrier. Anyway, it looks like Assaulter's place on my Wreckers display is still secure for now. So are there any other Broadside fans out there? Anyone praying and hoping for a new toy or even a masterpiece version of the guy? Let me know in the comments down below and tell me your story. Thanks for watching Stories from the Toy Shelf Redux. If you enjoyed this story, please click on the like button and subscribe to the channel to help me tell more. Until the next one.